I mean, with a name like Rune Terrible Radio, how could you not take us super seriously, though? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I take myself very seriously all the time. I take myself super seriously, and I always make sure I start things at the moment. <laughs> Oh, it's impossible not to dance, but... Yeah, you have to. You've got to dance. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Rune Terrible Radio. We're all dancing here. We're back in good health and good spirits here. I am, of course, your host, Blevins. Joining me, as always... I I don't know if I can hit the the high notes on my voice yet, but I'll try it. Saucy Mailman! That was... I mean, that was good. For those who don't know, Blevins, he's recovering vocally... He he spent 510 hours straight casting a tournament. It so. was only 15 hours straight, but it was 22 hours over two days. Yeah, it, it seemed very long. I, like, I went to bed, and y'all were, like, still casting Swiss of NA, and it was just, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, it was... Uh, Iron Man's shit. It was, uh, it was an undertaking, but we will be talking about that in a bit. But, of course, you hear a mysterious third voice, and that, of course... Shadow Play Red, welcome, buddy. Hey, hey, thank you. Appreciate y'all guys having me. Uh, we are happy to have you. Um, but Saucy, I know you've got a uh, you've got a relation uh to, with Shadow Play and your new org. So why don't you uh, take the reins here and talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So so this guy uh, Shadow has he's. We've actually known each other for quite a while now because we started talking, uh, geez, it's been over a month. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a bit, so we, we've been chatting a bunch. Um, so Shadow runs the um, Team Leviathan Gaming. Um, they are a very, very well-known Gwent team, but they're they're getting into the world of Legends of Runeterra, and uh, we crossed paths somehow and started talking, and, uh, and he somehow roped me into joining their team. I don't remember how that happened. <laughs> yes. It, but it, it had to do with like uh like a, a trip to fiji and yeah. some like crazy stuff to you know happen after but you know it was the girl scout cookies if we're being honest ah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. He, he, he threw in some tagalongs i'm like all right let's go i guess tagalongs oh wait no I like tagalongs, wait, tag-alongs are, the, are the peanut butter ones right yeah okay yeah, no, 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 those are top tier I am. Those are the two best ones, Samoas and Tagalongs. Well, what are they called now? They're called Caramel Delights because they don't want to. I think it's re- I think it's Samoa. regional. I see. Yeah, I think I there's still, still Samoas here. I still see are Samoas. They? Well, yeah. down in the south, which we're usually not like that, like PC. They're called. Wait, Caramel really? Delights. <laughs> yeah, there's still Samoas here. Yeah, I that, see Samoas. I see what Samoas in it, New York with too. The south? That's that's ridiculous. Why are we calling them caramel delights down here? But because the South is the pinnacle of of progressive politics. I would be happy that there was a delicious cookie named after me. That's true. Yeah. Well, when they the dream. I mean, having a delicious cookie named after you. If they Mm -hmm. if somebody said, "I really enjoy the shadow," I would be like thrilled. It's true. If they if they had a cookie called the uh, overweight white bearded guy, I would eat the crap out of that cookie. (laughs) Although I guess it's the Samoas that are causing that. And so yeah. maybe what would the room terrible cookie be? Ooh. What kind of cookie would a room terrible cookie be? I mean, I'm very partial to 
So I love like Reese. Oh, so you want to know my one of my favorite cookies of all time, but it's a limited run cookie, and I don't even know if they do it anymore. Cadbury cream egg cookie version. What? That doesn't exist. What? It it it, it existed uh two years ago Easter season. So not last Easter. Actually, maybe three Easters ago. I don't remember. But holy shit. It yeah, was no, it I really like to have gotten my hands on one of those because yep. I do like me some Cadbury cream eggs. It was so Cadbury cream eggs, as you know, chocolate with just like a, a big amount of the cream in the middle. And like if you eat more than one Cadbury cream egg, you might actually die. You I think died. I think it yeah. says yes. on the wrapping think, yes. do not eat a second one of these within twenty four hours or you will just die. It's too rich. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. cookies are like a, a nice, it's like, I think I, if I recall correctly, they had a thin like chocolate covering, kind of like a, a ho-ho or a, um, yeah. like, you know, that like the, like chocolate shell almost. And then like a little, cr- a, a thin crispy cookie chocolate. And then just like a, like probably like an eighth of the amount of cream in a Cadbury mm. cream egg. So eighth good. of a lethal dose. Yes, of one Cadbury eighth of a lethal dose. So you can only so you eat can eight. Actually, have eight of those. You can eat in a eight cookies. Yep, and oh, I th- that's, that's not bad. Those were good. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wish I could get a hold of some of those things again. Here in the south, they're letting me down, and we're, <laughs> we're all about obesity, right? Bring <laughs> back the cat. That's my. That's my, this is why I go on so many podcasts. It's bring back the Cadbury cream egg yeah. cookie version. It was Eventually, so good. Eventually, it'll work. <laughs> um, I don't even know how we got off on that. Oh, that that no, it, we were talking about what the Rune Terrible Radio Cookie would be. You know what? Yes. Let let let's let Discord figure out what would the Rune Terrible Radio Cookie yeah. be. Let us know in Discord. Discord.me slash Rune Terrible Radio. But yeah, I don't even know how we started yeah. talking about cookies. Yeah, uh, because we're amazing. So Shadow, <laughs> other than other than eating Girl Scout cookies, uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your gaming background? So gaming, I'm not a, like uh, gaming's been involved in my lifetime since I can actually remember earliest, like very early memories. I think early, early memories are like my older brother playing Atari. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like uh, he, I would play Pong with him, especially like I remember that that was the first like competitive game that I like maybe <laughs> got into. And I might have been really young, maybe three or four. Uh, but like I think you know what really like hooked me as like a gamer overall for years was like the OG NES, like OG NES in the eighties. Like to me, like it secured me. I think for a lifetime of like being a gamer, like certain like titles in it, like Castlevania and like the mm-hmm. old OG Zelda, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Contra, like all of those had like different mm-hmm. like meanings for me. But like they all put me on like a certain gaming path. I guess I could go on and on about it, but <laughs> uh, needless to say, it's been in, in my life for like decades. I'm not a. a I also am like quite old. Uh, hence my like kind of meme nickname in the Gwent community, Old Man Shadow. there's a story behind it uh, thanks to a falling out i had with a a former gwent uh now mtg content creator and streamer for f2k uh had like a falling out with her uh on stream and it became like a pretty big thing where she banned me on everything (laughs) and said i was just some old man that liked to attack young girls so like the whole community took the old man thing and then of course (laughs) hey it's old man shadow nice uh, when i show up to twitch chat so yeah uh 
but yeah, competitively in gaming, I think uh, like what really like uh, I really really got into was like sports games early on, like uh, towards the end of high school. You know, like EA is like a an evil evil entity, but like uh, it hooked me in certain things. One thing being FIFA more than anything. Mm. I played FIFA from like Sega Genesis all the way until like five years ago, and I just had enough of it. I had enough of like uh, like the constant changes, and then like bugs started becoming like a really bad thing. I'd say five mm-hmm. or six years ago, with all the like uh, uh, like pay to play like kind of leagues and stuff, and yeah. it just got to the point I just I gave it up. And around that point, I got like super super into The Witcher, and that like delved me into like the CCG scene. Nice playing so. I was going to say, uh, all I know about FIFA nowadays is, like, you have to buy more packs of cards than you do in Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yes, and and it's, it like, uh, and it's it's a racket, and, yeah. you know, to be competitive in it, you like, you have to, like, spend, I would say, like, five times as much money as you would in, like, Magic the Gathering. Wow. It's, it's pretty insane just to, like, get the, you know, to be ultimately, like, really, really good at ultimate. Uh, I guess that's what it's called now. Uh, the competitive side is where they they play as an ultimate, and it's just yeah, it's it's not for me. It's not for me. Sir, I would have never. I'm an known old school that. card man, like paper card man. Yeah, so yeah. like once I got into CCGs on like uh, uh, you know, online, it was just like that was it. You know, I was hooked. No looking back now. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a lot of us. <laughs> we just got tired of spending so much money in Magic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in magic, yeah, and I'm, billions of dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I, you know, the new the new magic set, uh, which if you're listening in the future is Ikoria. Um, I'm I'm like this close to actually buying real life cards for the first time in years because it's like I want I want Godzilla cards, <laughs> but but then I remembered that we can't go outside and see people and play with other people, no, yeah. so I'm gonna wait until at least we can go outside to at least I could go to the store and pick them up. To think yeah, when you physically yeah. see humans again. Yeah. Who knows? Wouldn't that be? They might make us like us uh, like get into bubbles, like you know, boy in a bubble, yeah. and like walk around, <laughs> like and like bump bubbles. Hey, uh, like I, I think the new handshake now they're they're suggesting is tapping each other's foot. I hate it. Yeah. How um... about I? I think the suggested handshake should be you shoot each other with an airsoft gun. Yes. <laughs> like it's you're safe. You're staying six feet away. Easy. Even when you say hey to a police officer? Yeah. Why are you I mean you don't need to talk to them. For the record, we're not we're not telling people to shoot other people with, with airsoft guns. But uh it is uh nerf with a nerf gun. Shoot someone with a nerf gun. Actually, I don't know. You can probably shoot someone with an airsoft gun legally. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, please 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 adhere to the laws of your local government. Uh Yeah. And like cuz if you're if you're shadow, I don't even know if they have laws down in the south. So, I don't know no, how it works. Like the, it not not in most places. No, like especially yeah. when it comes to marriage. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> so just like marriage, Shadow, I want to ask you some questions about Gwent. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Perfect yeah. transition. Yeah, love it. No, so yeah, so Team Leviathan, I I had no idea who the hell you guys were when we first started talking cuz I I loved Gwent. I played in the closed beta, but when I started when it came out of closed beta i was so wrapped up into hearthstone that i never mm-hmm. gave it a chance so i'm just curious so you're you guys are mostly well known for gwent but what made you kind of get into legends of Runeterra? what kind of brought that on yeah like as you said tlg's uh, you know 
uh, we are the most known, uh, like one of the, I would say, you know, us and Team R2s are the most known. Uh, they are competitively, I'd say, like nowadays uh, when it comes to content and uh, and really competition too. Like, yeah, we're looked at one of the better teams uh, or one of the top teams. Mm -hmm. uh, we tried like a year or so ago to get into mtg and expand uh, due to a, like a, a team friend that was like pressuring like oh come on i'll run the team i'll run the team and then as soon as we started like expanding it like he kind of saw how much like uh it you know how much responsibility it was and he just kind of <laughs> lost interest and ghosted us yeah so like at that time whenever we like backed off and we we're like all right we're gonna refocus we went um you know, we're going to wait for the right game to like peak the partner's interest because there's four of us. Uh, two of us are our uh, original founders, and then two of uh, the other two came on for specific reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, one being content, and the other being tech advice. And both of them have given like so much of their time that they kind of, you know, deserve to be a partner. So we all like decided what are we going to do? Are we going to expand? Are we going to stick with Gwent? When are we going to find a game? Well, uh, Rune Terror was actually that. Like, uh, we started uh, reading about it some time ago. We started talking about it then. Uh, once we learned more about it, some of the teammates got into closed beta. I would say six or ten of them. And we started getting a lot of feedback from them, a lot of feedback from people in the Gwent community that were playing it. Um, and so, you know, we just we decided it was time to go. You know, uh, we've had like quite a success with Gwent in the last, I would say, year, you know, it, it, especially since our website started. I think we today, as a matter of fact, just crossed one million hits oh, nice. uh, to our website. So I think that was in like um, like around 14 months. So, you know, we've doing something right with Gwent. And I really think that like with Runeterra, we're going to emulate the same, if not better. Uh, I, I think main reason, like there's so many key points, but the main reason is Riot really wants this game to succeed. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, you know, I really love people. I know a lot of people that work for CD Projekt Red as I've gotten to know them over the years and work with them. Um, but it just seems like they're working with a really constrained budget and a real right. minimal team. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like, I think Riot's really putting a lot of, you know, a lot behind this and really wanting this to be, like you said before we started the show, something that's like 10 or 12, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, worth of like, you know, greatness whereas like maybe you know uh gwent is gonna always be niche you know right. which is it's a sad thing because you know the community's great and the game's great but uh yeah that's the main reason why we got in is we saw something special happening here and then um it helped like when a couple of our big uh gwent uh players decided to go to runeterra one being alessio uh 1996 he's a french streamer um, but he's former three-time number one global player in Gwent, and he has been on Ring Terra now for, a, I guess, a few months. So he's the one that ultimately came to us and like gave us the little tipping point to say, okay, let's mm -hmm. go ahead and see what we can do here. But yeah, we're we're really really excited about it. I think, um, truth be told, uh, you know, if you were to poll me and the partners, I think all of us think that. Uh, uh, the success with Runeterra is, uh, you know, 
kind of unlimited at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we, we kind of think that there's a there's a uh, not a limit. Like they, I think that really honestly that they're trying to do you know from what I'm hearing they're trying to do a good bit for the community and for the scene, and they're coming out with things quite uh quite on early to it's going to be like user friendly for the community. Like I think you know hopefully here in the next few months as spectator mode. So you know hopefully maybe yeah. like. In the next, it, it, you know, once that happens, like as y'all saw with like Artifact, one of the cool things with it was that like you could have community tournaments like mm-hmm. fairly easy with it, you know, due to the spectator system. So, you know, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stoked. So I wouldn't say kind, I'm like pretty stoked because <laughs> I really love the hell out of the game personally. So yeah, yeah. yeah at, at the end of the day, like it, there's a lot of different factors for a successful game in terms of like the competitive scene, right? I've played Gwent. <clears throat> We've all obviously played Gwent, and from a gameplay perspective only, like I thought Gwent was pretty good. Um, yeah. I had no, I had never played The Witcher at all, and like it got me. Gwent got me to actually like start playing like The Witcher games, like the, yeah. the Witcher, which is stuff. a fantastic, uh, the like uh, like one of my all time favorite games is Witcher yeah. Three. Yeah, like I... it's just <clears throat> super good. But but the problem is, um, you know. There are, you know, card card games, digital card games themselves are like not even a dime a dozen, a dime like a hundred dozen, you know, <laughs> like, yes. like a, a dime, a dime for a million of them. Good yeah. digital card games, I would say, are almost a dime a dozen because, you know, you think of games like Duelist uh, was actually a, a, a very good game. I mean, arguably yeah. not a card game, but like are, I think I would call it a card game. There's a lot yeah. of good, um, um, you know, Shadowverse or you know even Hearthstone or any, any of these games. They're all good games, right? Like I played Mythgard for a little bit. Yeah, Myth, yeah, Mythgard is another you know? one that I think a lot of people. I, I played a very small amount of that, but like and, and even like Elder Scrolls, um, right? Elder yeah, Scrolls, yeah, yeah. Elder yeah, Scrolls so. game, Legends. Yeah, 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 the Elder Scrolls Legend, Teppin, that, uh, Mar- um that that game as well like all those games are good right but the the problem is is that like it doesn't matter if you're a good game right you could be like after hearthstone like hearthstone was really the the one that put forth the actual like this is what a digital card game is anyone who says that i mean magic online was there first that was not a digital card game that was magic that you could play on your computer but it was Magic yes. the Paper card game that you play on a computer. And that's what they built it for in like 2002 or whatever when it came yes, out. Exactly. Um, uh, so, it, it, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Like, when someone, and myself included, I'm like, I see this new card game come out. Um, and I'm like, oh man, this looks so sweet. You know, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a strong IP, but it's like an indie company. They're going to really listen to their community. And it's like, now I'm just like completely dead into it because it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Uh, the sad reality is it doesn't matter how good the game is. Uh, that's only one of the many factors. Yeah. And, um, you know, the community itself is a factor. The developer support is a factor. The, you know, not even just the developer support from the game side, balance, um, and then esports and competitive scene and community is another thing. And I think when, you know, it's still sort of, at least somewhat uncharted territory for the other games that Riot has right now. I mean, we're still like Runeterra was technically like the first game that puts the S on Riot games. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what we've seen so far with like TFT and Runeterra so far, and now, I mean, Valorant came out in 
you know, closed beta a day ago as of the live recording of this episode. All those things, all the boxes are being checked. And if we can take even yep. some of what has happened and is happening with League of Legends now and like bring that over, I think that's why, at least me personally, um, you know, even completely outside of the fact that the game is great, because that's only, that's it's one check mark that I need. Yeah. The other check marks are at least starting to get checked for me and, and why I think, you know, a lot of people are very excited about um, Runeterra. And like, I almost. I don't I don't even feel bad for like other games. It's just like some some games just don't have a chance um yeah. to make it in the same capacity. Now, you can define success differently. Like a, a an indie card game that comes out can be successful. It's just I don't think it's going to be at, it doesn't really have too much of the same chance that something like Legends of Runeterra does. Yeah. LOR is in a unique position to actually make a difference in a lot of ways, which is uh super exciting for me so yeah and you would have to say that like as far as prize pools for future esports tournaments that they're not going to be like uh nickel and diming it you know you would think so like you know for, it's it's a it, it in my opinion it'd be very attractive for professional online card players you know yeah, yeah which I... is it which is another good thing the, the game is attractive but as a, if i am a professional uh like like CCG player online, mm -hmm. then I would be very interested in Runeterra just because of the fluidity of the game. Um, there's, uh, it, the, it, I, I, I find myself laughing more often at the uh, uh, voice lines of the game <laughs> um, more yep. than anything. Like I, like I what was the f is on. that? I really can't stand uh, uh, Braun per se. Yeah, but. Uh, but uh, I I get to chuckling at his voice lines yep. often. Like, uh, good luck, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> time for celebrate. Yeah. Angry horse just needs apple. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So yeah. yeah so, uh, of course, you know, uh, none of the voice lines are as great as Timo's, right, Saucy? <laughs> oh, nothing's as good as Timo, who's getting a confirmed buff. We'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Team oh, yeah. I, 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 I really think like uh, I agree with you guys. It's just got uh, the sky's the limit right now with it. Mm -hmm. I really do think that we're in for something special here, something that maybe rival the uh, the kings on tops. You never know. Yeah, I think uh, that it, it at the very least is it has the potential, which I think a lot of games yes. might think they do or try to, and I I, I honestly don't believe. Unfortunately, like it's not like I'm rooting against, you know, yeah, these yeah, new yeah, games no, that like, come out. Like I don't care one way or the other. Just like I, I mean, I didn't care about Riot, um, you know, six yeah. months ago before TFT came out. I was just like, whatever. Um, and then yeah, TFT I, I was me. never a big uh, league fan. Like I never got into it. Right. It wasn't something that I was super into. But when TFT came out, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I played it for like several months and I was, I got mm -hmm. to know like all the champions behind it. And there started to be like certain ones from TFT that I was yep. like, oh, cool. And then I started to read about about League and started watch League a little bit and started to pick up mm -hmm. on certain champions. So yeah, you know, like I would definitely, like I think that the lore behind it and all the games have brought different groups of different interests in. And I think yeah. like what they've done with Runeterra is continue those interests into a card game. Yep. Which is so, uh, which is hard to do. Like legitimately, it's, you're you're talking about like 
this is obviously you couldn't do this on a paper card game so we'll just stop that but <laughs> like bringing personality and character design and liveliness to a card game is yeah. difficult to do and i've seen a lot of games try to do it really poorly and it usually comes off cheesy or forced but mm -hmm. you know like you said the voice lines and like the, the being able to have characters that have existed for so many years from the league of legends ip that right. the game's based on um i think it gives them a lot to build off of yeah there's so i mean we could talk for hours and hours about yes. the, the love of the game itself and that's really nope, why we started <laughs> that's why we started this <laughs> podcast um but shadow i know one thing that is very interesting to me um personally as someone who uh plays at least i would say somewhat competitively i mean i'm not i'm not entering any tournaments anytime soon but i am casting tournaments mm -hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit but you guys are actually putting out um some meta reports which i know i always used yes. to love in hearthstone with the old tempo storm uh meta reports mm -hmm. um that's where like that was the place to go for years and i think in a lot of ways it still is um mm -hmm. for hearthstone um shout outs to rod johnston our buddy rod yeah. who writes for uh the wild side um for tempo but i know you guys are actually doing this for Legends of Runeterra. So talk to us a little bit about how that process is, how you guys are rating decks and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, you know, I'll, go back. I'll be the first to admit that, you know, uh, when you come into a community at first, like, it's going to take a little while for people to get used to, get to know mm -hmm. who you are, get to know your processes and how you come about things. Um, at first, with Gwent, with our meta reports, like I, like I was telling the team the other day, I think we got, like, uh, 15 or 1600 hits to the first meta report for Gwent where like we've already like I think quadrupled that if not more uh, with the first report for Runeterra um, so you know I think we were pleased with that for a first go mm -hmm. but you know the way we go about it and you know I'll try to be as you know not over explaining mm -hmm. as much as I can because uh, I could go on forever but you, you can <laughs> according to you know the the top players that i know and that i work with um and that i trust you can realistically climb uh to masters with almost anything if you're a good enough player mm -hmm. um there's a, a lot of decks out there that if you can pilot them properly you can get to masters and this is you know now granted these are all players that are in the top 50 masters so they're like super great at ccgs so it's easy for them to say but in their eyes Honestly, that if you're good enough and you put enough time in and you have slightly over a 50% win rate, you can probably pilot most things to Masters, okay? Now, once you get to Masters is where, uh, you know, the real competition mm -hmm. starts heating up and you start to differentiate the meta, right? And so we basically, we so we take what's best, what's the best list after you hit mat at masters uh, basically as it helps us determine ultimately what the best meta deck can be in mm -hmm. most situations or in the uh, you know in the most essential you know situations mm -hmm. the thing with general statistics uh, because we've had we had statistics sites back in gwent with gwent and gwent up and later cdpr was feeding us officially uh you know their stats mm -hmm. we noticed that they were heavily influenced like by different levels of players you know, so those could be players from noobs to like casuals mm -hmm. to, you know, 
clowns to pros. <laughs> right. Um, it, or it can be, you know, affected by the next trend set by a popular mm -hmm. content creator. Yep. Or, yeah. you know, even by the unawareness of players that are that are in front of you. Like, uh, for example, inexperienced players that have no clue about the meta or what decks they're facing. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a, a bunch of different variables. And, you know, we realize that you, with your own experiences on the pro ladder, with consultation of your teammates, uh, some from the lower casual ranks that might not be because our entire team, even in Gwen, is not made of like pro players. Mm -hmm. uh, taking their opinions is, but along with the opinions of the pro players, is the easiest way to decipher between real meta decks and the cheese that gets sold to the masses. Mm -hmm. So basically, the only way you could tell if your opponent is misplaying or you are outplaying them in a win, for example, is basically you. Not right. not a stat. Stats can't tell these things. Right. That is why it, you know stats are super misleading. You know we believe that gathering uh, a dozen or more top level masters players, which we're talking all top fifty, just about uh, that are having to do with our meta reports in their respective regions. Mm -hmm. um, gathering those to have a thorough discussion about meta and uh, its decks, and that it will give a more indicative rep representation of the meta, while also opening our own eyes to maybe some decks we're not too familiar with mm -hmm. ourselves independently. I think we figured out that confronting all of our point of views uh, quite often, and it has in the past with Gwent, uh, leads to us discovering new game plans or learning about better matchups the players might have lacked some knowledge on. But yeah, that's pretty much how we come about. One thing that's interesting that I found, because we, we talk about it in the, the show all the time, is how quickly and how like rapidly and violently the meta can change with Terra <laughs> versus other card games. Does anyone like, remember Dawn Spiders, by the way? Shout yeah, exactly. Raise your hand if you remember Dawn Spiders. Only 90s kids remember. Yeah, seriously, though. Like, we, I was talking about this. It was actually last night when I was streaming because I was, uh, I was playing some Ezreal Karma, and someone was just, like, angry saying, oh, you need to be playing... Um, like it was a different Ezreal deck because that <laughs> was the flavor of the day. Ezreal yes. Draven. Yes. Yeah, it, it, I think it was Ezreal Draven, and he was like mad that I was playing Karma, and I was explaining, well, I, I just prefer this deck more. It's more fun to me. But are you guys ha finding that the meta is changing so rapidly that it's making it difficult for your meta reports that you're putting out? I think it's. Uh, I think uh, you know, putting out a meta report, meta report, you know, bi-monthly is challenging. But like when you have such a wide diversity of like decks that you do in Runeterra, um, along with the frequent the frequency of the you know the uh, changes in the meta, mm -hmm. um, it it's going to take ha having a, a dedicated content team or a dedicated group. But all these people, like you know, in, in you know that we brought onto the team, I've. I think Saucy can tell you I had very long conversations with with everybody, mm -hmm. and you know I definitely put it across that listen, you know, if, you know, currently you know just being a content creator for a team, uh, you know, doing written content for most teams, you're not paid. You basically do it for the love of the game and the do the love of uh, the community. And so coming in knowing that that listen, you're doing this for the love of the game and the love of the community. Understand that. Because, you know, ultimately it's just a waste of both of our times if you get in and you go, man, this is kind of tough and I'm doing it for free. This is yes. bullshit. <laughs> yep. you know? uh, but yeah, I think that we got a good, like, the, the, even the, the newer faces that we've brought on over since we released the, the first meta report. Uh, 
uh, I think these uh, these guys, I'm not every one of them have a strong sense of the game, and I think all of them are willing to put in the work. So I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a problem for the person that does the editing and the <laughs> inputting to the website, which would be me. Right. So, um, I, I'm a man of many, many hats with uh, TLG. So, <laughs> so I, I have a an interesting question as well in mm-hmm. regards to metas because, and this will actually sort of tie into our next topic as well, which is tournaments. Because, yes, a we don't really have a defined uh, tournament structure. There's been a few. There's been a handful of tournaments that have had. A couple of different formats, uh, most of them multi-deck. The one thing that is relatively evident right now is that playing a deck on ladder and playing tournament decks are pretty different. To go back, it's always to, different. Yeah, it, it's very different. It's, it, well, the the thing is, this is not really different in Magic, right? Because yeah, well, yeah, well, not, it, but, but but I guess and yeah. let me say and backtrack and the CCGs I've been right. doing better reports for. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, the, the tournament decks and the ladder decks do have a clear divide in strengths. Right, clear like, divide uh, in yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is like for the way that Runeterra, the, 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 um, the Monokuma tournaments that, um, we casted this past week, uh, myself and Casanova, the format is you bring three decks. They can't have overlapping. Um, they can't have overlapping regions and you get to ban one deck and it's best of three. Um, so it's the more straight, straightforward way of running a tournament. Yeah. So what, what was interesting when you said, uh, when you brought up your story, saucy about the person in chat saying oh you should be running ezreal draven yeah um here's the thing ezreal karma was would probably have had one of the higher win rates in the uh the tournament that we casted except it gets banned almost every single time (laughs) because it's so strong and when pnz and ionia are two of the strongest regions right now it makes it doesn't actually make sense to put them both in one deck when they can yep. get banned out with one. So exactly. like, we didn't see a ton of people playing Ezreal Karma at that event. And when we did, it was usually banned. And when it was, if they had it in their lineup and it wasn't banned, it had a very high win rate. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's a sick deck. So uh, I know I'm long winded way of asking this is like, is the, the meta report specifically for ladder is tournament or tournament yes. results. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, because you know now it, like like if we were doing it like you said for magic then you know a lot of them would translate to both sure. uh, both sides mm-hmm. but you know the thing with like tournament decks is that uh, and i try to like i wish i could educate more people that are in communities and the ones listening right now like if i can give you any kind of education just because somebody dominates with decks in a tournament uh, now we all because the communities always want the deck list we always mm-hmm. give them but uh, but if somebody just because somebody dominates a top player dominates with mm-hmm. this new strangely odd deck and then wins a tournament does not mean yep. you can take that deck and get on the ladder and emulate the same result that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, yep. and i think you could even say that with magic i'm not you can't True. take a deck off of a tournament and just automatically assume because this person is dominating with it that you're going to take that deck and you're going to kill with 
Yeah. And nobody, and you can't even really do that with meta reports. We're giving you basically with the meta report, we're giving you the best option in our eyes that mm-hmm. you can take, get to masters with it, and also be very competitive at masters with mm-hmm. it. So, you know, that's the thing. You, you, you know, we're giving you that tool. Now, ultimately, the other tool to get you there is you. Right. So, you know, well, I guess, I'm out, admit that one. I guess yeah. I'm out of yeah. it. That I'm yeah. out of the running. <laughs> yeah. So, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm great at running this team and I'm great at building things with, within the team, but I suck at children's card games. <laughs> like I was a pro for a long time in Gwent. And yes, I did make a few uh, masters tournament qualifiers, which are like the step before you go mm-hmm. to, to Poland. Uh, but I gave that up, and since I gave that up and put my focus in it and really mm-hmm. focusing in the team, I, I, you know, I'm just not really that good. I find playing the games more as a relaxation, yep. as something that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's one reason why I just really, really like Rune Terrors. It's a fun game, you know, and it's something that I can like sit down. And even if I get my ass bit like clapped, you know, mm-hmm. at, at least I can go, ah, you know, that was fun, yep. you know, yeah. And then sometimes when you get your ass clapped, it happens in a matter of like a minute and a half, as opposed to like playing three <laughs> rounds and went and then somebody True. sucking it out at the end and clapping you, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I'd rather have it happen quick than, you know, slowly pull the bandaid off. <laughs> yeah. I think that's something that's always interesting about meta reports is like, I think people try to take them and make them the end all be all. This is exactly how things are instead of just kind of like a general guideline for what they can expect to see other decks on the meta, because Mm -hmm. you as a player, one, like your personal skill matters a lot, but also the decks that you're comfortable with matter so much more than people give credit. Like that's why I, I can force war mother's call war mother's control and do really well with it, even in an unfavorable meta, because that's what I'm very comfortable playing. Like very great. Grindy, hard removal control decks. Where if I take, if the best deck at the moment is Noxus Spiders, I'm not going to play it because I'm just bad with go wide aggro decks. Right. So, like, you just have to think about you as a player as well. People, which you see, I'm like the opposite. So, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I agree with that 1000%. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a, a bunch of like, like, uh, things that you need to take to note whenever you're choosing a deck to ladder with off of a meta report. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, like, that I've noticed, like, right now with Runeterra, is there is a different style of deck that is close to being the top at the top. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. depending on your style, you can find a deck that's really competitive yeah. uh, in the current meta so especially in a game like this choose the kind of style uh, a deck that face that that matches your style mm-hmm. it, yeah it, i had i had a dude and it's on you <laughs> i think and... you were there shadow yesterday a guy was he was complaining because he's like rune terra sucks because there aren't any combo decks that are good i'm like what do you think ezreal karma is like the deck bro, bro. <laughs> Like when you just OTK someone, you they play Ezreal and win. How is that not a karma de- or a combo deck? Yeah. Uh, also, if you really want to play it, play Fiora. Like that's a at least a like yeah. mid tier type of deck. Like Fiora Shen, just straight up all in Fiora combo. You can play it. Yeah. Yep. And it's oh, and, 
And dude, when she goes off, like uh, for the, the like the final uh, blow, you just like want to go gachi base. Oh, you know? <laughs> it's like yep. it's like that and and judgment, like yes. uh, like those two finishes, like seeing yep. like uh, judgment wiping somebody's board, like and mm-hmm. just seeing like a wide out like super like swarm aggro deck, just super sad face and yep. poor oh cry at you. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, the the funny the funny thing is like when uh you cast judgment and there's like that solid like second and a half pause of like them reading the card remembering that it was a card and then just the concede <laughs> yeah. yeah so especially good. when it's always when you're playing against some like super aggro deck that splashed a mossy and they have just a judgment and you're like what the hell why am i losing right uh, now to judgment yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that the splash of judgment. It's Ooh, like, yeah. uh, and then you actually get smacked in the face. Oh, like I've actually lost to it as well. Oh, I lost yeah. to it a lot. And it's and it and and you just like that. And like when you have no answers through several turns for Fiora, and then she goes off, and you're yep. just like, hmm. Well, yes, I die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. So. Uh, we mentioned uh, tournaments and community and whatnot. Uh, Shadow, just at a high level, what are your what are your plans or or visions for Runeterra at a large scale moving forward? Well, I'm not. It's uh, you know, I think you know. Again, I, I like like we mentioned a little bit earlier. Like I see that it's probably going to blow up, but I think we all really are just hoping it blows up, mm-hmm. and that we would really love it to. But honestly, I think it will. You know, uh, I think me and my teammates and the people that were involved in Gwent for a long time really like hoped that it would. But like we've now reserved our uh, like the, to the fact that it's going to be successful, but successful as a niche game. Mm-hmm. And and we're fine with that. And it has a supporting community, and that's great. But uh, like we really, really believe that like it's you know it it's where it's not going to boom. We really think that Runeterra will. You know, it's got riot. Like we said before, it's got riots backing. You know, I just don't see the reason why like uh it it won't be successful Mm -hmm. so for us like as a team and where we land in that is one you know we want to put out tournaments you know like we love community tournaments we love doing them we do them in gwent i've admined more community tournaments than i care to do uh again (laughs) but i will do it uh for the runeterra community um we hope to start those up uh, more uh, once spectator mode comes out, so mm-hmm. maybe a few months down the road, um, you know. But that's that you know that's a, a you know a, a big part of what we look to do as a team. Now we continue, we're going to continue to push content out. Like meta reports are going to get updated as the meta report uh, meta dictates. So that's great for the community. Gives them a different option from uh, the stat based ones that are out there um you know uh we're going to continue to put out deck uh, you know thorough deck guides on popular decks which for the newcomers coming in that's going to be really great i know that uh saucy's already done a bunch of newcomer uh videos we plan on like doing a whole bunch of like uh uh newcomer guides to uh 
you know, correlate some of what he's done on mm -hmm. video and maybe some new stuff that we all team up to do. Um, we've done all that for the Gwent community. We want to do that for Rune Terror as well and do some new and maybe interesting stuff that we never did before. So I think the uh, the the thing is is that there's the sky's the limit here, mm -hmm. but I don't see uh, us not being heavily involved in the community and being very community minded, which is ultimately like why we got popular with Gwent. Um, but real quick, if I could just add a little thing, I would be remiss, and I think y'all y'all won't mind if I just mention this. I put it in my notes here. Um, a good friend of mine uh, from the Gwent community, Mark Theus, runs a small media uh, group that's just getting started called 983 Media. And they're running like a really great charity yep. tournament for called Cards for Humanity. Mm -hmm. um, it's basically the the proceeds from it is going to uh, the COVID response uh, COVID nineteen response fund here in the U.S. Uh, I think it's located here in the U.S., but it's for like uh, Globe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and Charmer and Laser Gigian are actually uh, casting it. So the uh, Runeterra portion is this weekend. I think they're still greatly in need of like just casuals uh, and pro players alike. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Just look on uh, tweet them nine eight three media nine eight three media dot com. I told them I would throw it out on all uh, everything that I was on today just to try to help them out because it is for a good cause. Yeah. You know, we're all suffering from this uh COVID nineteen uh pandemic. So anything we can do in our communities to help it out in general is always good. So I thought I thought Yeah. But yep. yeah, that's basically what we're looking to do with TLG. That's awesome. And we do have that tournament linked in our Discord as well. So if you are looking yep. for the result or the uh the details for that and you want to join that for this weekend, uh head over to discord.me slash rune terrible radio if you're not already there and we've got what is it? Post a I forget what the yeah, channel is called. The post a tournament channel. Post yeah. tournament. It is in there. Make sure you're checking it out. Um, because yeah, that's that's great. I mean, we want to see more Rune Runeterra tournaments. Um, obviously, we'd like to see more um, tournaments under better circumstances where we don't need to <laughs> to yeah, to to, uh, to help with the uh, you know global pandemic because hopefully there won't be one for future tournaments yeah. but there is right now so we can kill two birds with one stone and help uh help a good cause as well as have some more uh community tournaments so that's really awesome um okay before we talk about the new cards that were revealed we got to get to the the important questions here yeah the questions that actually matter the rest you could just yes. delete the, the first part of this interview yes 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 all right favorite guardian in Runeterra, go. Uh, easy. The, the the one you get given from the very beginning. I'm not. I'm not gonna, oh, yeah, a basic I'm not Poro. Change, Mr. Okay. Poro. Yeah. Guillermo I, del I, Poro. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've, I I I never changed with uh like I kept Poro once I got it in TFT, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like uh, like I don't know. I think he's kind of you know basic Poro is just kind of cool, right? It's cute. Yeah, you know, don't have to go like, uh, you know, t uh, like I like vanilla ice cream too. You know, so you <laughs> hey, know. vanilla is a flavor. Hey, I'll give you that. It is. It is a flavor, and it's a delicious one at that. A, a good soft serve vanilla ice cream, mm. Mm. so good. Yes. 
I'll, g- I'll give you okay. that. Oh, and, and I'll respect the answer. Now, now, if they were, then I'm going to throw a curveball. Well, don't don't try to be. You can't I'm try not, to no, this is not, garner no, more T Hex votes. Get out of no, here. No, this is not. This okay. is not for Team Hex. This is. I, I'm going to you know put this to rest. Minion Mania. If they the were to, if they were to add a Goat Guardian. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it would be easy. Like Black yeah. Philip. Like if it was a Black Goat Guardian, then yeah, yeah. I would never change it. Nice. Okay. Love it. All right. This is this is another important question that that I always need to know. So, what are your top three favorite cards in Legends of Runeterra? And it could be favorite uh, for any reason. Okay. Yeah. Like, and and they're just basic cards. Like, I think ones right now. Like, I, 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 okay, I'll give you one high mana one judgment, which I mentioned. I just yep. love like like when it goes through. Mm-hmm. Uh, just imagining what the uh, what my opponent's face looks like <laughs> when their board gets wiped like i just think and and the uh, animation behind it is like really really cool like i uh i, I, I just the odd and di- different animations odd and different animations within the game like really make me like cards but yeah mm-hmm. judgments one uh i'm a chef by trade a pastry chef and a uh artisan baker Red Baker for a very nice resort here. And so War Chefs is nice. a card that I do find is very uh like good. It's a very yeah. good card. True. But at the same time, I like its uh, voice lines and I do like that there are war chefs, you yep. know, because you know, I could just come out with my knives or with my spatula and start like <laughs> slapping people around and it's like, hey. Love it. Uh but Rolling I think like, I think like uh, probably my favorite card right now. That's just because I've been playing a lot of Demacia uh, as Bannerman. It's good. Like when, (laughs) especially when you have uh, almost like mono uh, mono Demacia, you know, and then you are guaranteed to get the payoff with Mm -hmm. him. Uh, It's just like when it drops and you have a near full board, it almost like is. a payoff of payoffs yep. and yep. it's uh you know it, it, it's a game swinger especially if like you're lucky and you draw like two back-to-back somehow and you're just like hell that's called cheating that's not yeah. lucky that's, that's called the that's bbg cheap. special <laughs> yeah yeah Double a double double bear bannerman is cheat as our yes. uh, teammate in Gwent that's a popular streamer Spiro says about every card or faction <laughs> that is good it is cheat. Yeah, but yeah, those are my three favorite cards. Yeah, I would say. Now, do you have a three least favorite? I don't think I've really, really like formed like a loathe yet. Like okay. I would say the close that I closest thing that I loathe right now is the frost effect. Like it oh, really yeah. pisses yeah. me off. Like uh, especially like uh, uh, like heavy uh, Froyord uh, mm-hmm. ash decks where like you're yep. getting multi uh, uh, frosted. And then, like, I really can't. Say, and and they're they're not, not. It's not a great deck right now. But when you face it and it goes off, it really pisses me off. Is the stun, uh, Yasuo? Uh, Yasu? Yeah. Yep. It, uh, mm-hmm. Like that, that will deck. legitimately make me like punch the air and like <laughs> uh, walk out of the room for yeah. a personal moment. You know. Yep. 
it's uh yeah yeah so i'd say like those are the only cards I'm, you know are like archetypes that kind of like irritate me a bit but yeah like i don't that i don't think i've loathed anything or can like say it's least favorite as mm -hmm. of yet i've well, been playing about a month so that's a good thing is that you haven't found least favorites yet uh, i'm sure the more you play the more you'll find yeah, least favorites. yeah you know there are stuff that like like i said that irritate me but i don't know if i can go like as far as to say it's a least favorite yet because i might end up playing it in like a week and right. say you know what i really like this yep you know? yeah yep you gotta give it a you gotta give it a try first for sure yeah I'm, i definitely see myself playing way more champions over others mm -hmm. same with archetypes like uh like that i'm starting to pick up right now mm -hmm. but uh, um you know i don't think i've really played enough yet to kind of form my opinion on like what i'm gonna end up what region's gonna be a fave and what archetype's gonna be a favorite what champions you mm -hmm. know uh, so yeah I guess the newness of it for me is 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 still there, and uh, and and I I don't see it changing anytime yeah. soon. Like I, I it but all the Gwent teammates are so sad because I'm like not in uh, streams. I'm not ever playing the game right now. They're like, what happened? <laughs> but yeah. Hey, it's 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 a uh, it's a really fun game that you just want to you just want to play more of for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, yep, yep. real quick, I know you mentioned uh, learning a little bit more about the champions from TFT and maybe diving mm -hmm. a little bit more into the. Are there any specific champs that you want to see put in to Rune Terra card <laughs> form? All right, so I've really thought this like from the TFT side of things, and then I pulled one from. Uh, League of Legends that I've seen a few times. Uh, the League of Legends ones I'll start out with. Uh, the the one that I that I think a lot of people want to see anyway is Lee Sin. Like mm. I think like he's super cool. Nice. Like I've seen him in Legends uh, uh, played. Uh, I I just think like from a card design, like I imagine what the card design is going to be, mm -hmm. and I think like uh, I would like to see that champion. Uh, from legends and that and like i said i don't know a, a, but but to me the whole like uh kung fu like a blind mm -hmm. monk kind of like uh any kind of like stuff like that is yeah. uh, to me is like super cool now from the tft side of things like uh, champions that i really really dug off there that i i would really like to see number one nar yes mm. i yes. want to see nar like I, I'm such a cool little bastard and yeah. <laughs> and i think he would be like super awesome mm -hmm. in this game another little but super <laughs> cool little lady uh from tft that i absolutely love to get late in the game was misfortune oh, i love nice. misfortune yeah She's so cool. Love plus I love pirates. Yep. She mm -hmm. like, comes out with little guns. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like firing them off, and you're like, yes, you know. It, 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 it so like I would really like to see her. Uh, I I really like the you know like that that you know part of TFT. Mm -hmm. I like the uh uh the gunners. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most of those uh, at like at, at, to be quite honest with you, that's one of the reasons why I played Lucian a good bit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh I played more the Garen Lucian mm -hmm. uh mid range. 
and uh, everybody's like, you gotta play Fiora instead. And I was like, I don't like Lucian, so you fuck off. <laughs> so I'm playing Lucian. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's basically you know how I decided that I was gonna play that over Fiora. But uh, I would really like to see Graves, you know, like that's mm. another, another and uh, Swain. I'm not mm-hmm. Swain's cool as I'll get out. So yeah, yeah those are some that I would, uh, yeah, that just off the top of my head that I, uh, you know, uh, Evelyn would be kind of cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, she's super. Yeah, I I, I like Evelyn, so I wouldn't yeah. mind. There's her. so many just different. But I, I think you could go on and on because there's yeah. so many that like. That's the cool thing about this game is like yeah. legitimately they could go. They have expansions upon expansions oh, upon yeah. expansions that they could go on with for years. Yeah just with champions alone so right. uh yeah i, I like I, i'm really excited to see like all mm-hmm. the different stuff that pops up with the game i really am especially champion wise yeah yeah i could see them like bold prediction i could see them adding quinn in the game <laughs> i was gonna say i didn't know that quinn was a champion in league of legends i had never even heard that name referenced ever before and now we did get quinn uh revealed and is now yep. in the game Quinn a new Demacia hero mm-hmm. with a brand new keyword scout scout says the first time only scout units attack each round ready your attack so it's pretty sweet it's it's pretty strong um Quinn basically uh attacks and you get a bird you get a um fleet feather tracker when you attack essentially it's called yeah. valor um which is a 2-1 um a 2-1 uh challenger sure. but also has scout mm-hmm. yeah. so basically you get to have your first attack with the scouts and then if you want to attack again you can attack again with with everybody um it's, yeah it's an interesting mechanic I could see some people getting really irritated very early. Yeah, I mean, this is the... It has possibility of being really good. Yeah, you, I mean, you think about um, uh, Lucian and, like, Relentless Pursuit and just all of the rally <sighs> card, all the rally <laughs> cards that give you extra attacks. I mean, Flipped Garen, like, all those things are amazing, oh, right? These cards are just like, yeah, you just get it. And, like, yes... You have to. You can only attack with scout cards, but like we don't know how many scout cards are going to be. Maybe this is all of them. But even if that's the case, like these are pretty strong. Yeah, they're decent ones, yeah. They effectively have double attack, right? Like, uh, I mean, I guess it's it's obviously different, but like you think about it, you if even if you're if you're just attacking with with Quinn on an open board, she's doing ten damage, right? Three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, she's doing ten damage with her attack. So. It's, it's like ridiculous. um it's really ridiculous. Yeah. So it's on a side note real quick is yeah. that did they get your like picture when they were drawing Green Fang Warden? Like I'm I'm kinda curious. Blevins, did they like <laughs> sneak it in? Because it did it, it, it turn your set it face yeah. like a little bit to the the other side, other side. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Right, uh, I, I, I okay, I wanted I didn't know. But wanna... you got a grin like uh, like you've just gotten the best uh, uh <laughs> of your lifetime. <laughs> So just, that's basically gotta, what that smile. You just gotta is. have that smile. Mm, Man, Green yeah. Fang, uh, Green Fang <laughs> Warden actually looks like a, a, a 
a pretty sweet card as well. Yeah. yeah all these cards. A real quick go through the different cards. So we have Quinn and Valor. Quinn, when she levels up, uh, she, so she's a five mana, three, four normally with Scout. When she's summoned, you summon Valor, which is that 2-1 uh, Challenger Scout. Um, and then her flipped version, so she flips when she's seen uh, you, or I guess when I've seen you attack four times. So that can actually be in two turns with Scout, by the way. Uh, she flips, she gets plus one, plus one into a 4-5, and then she has when she attacks, it summons a Valor challenging the strongest enemy. So you just get a free one. You get a free Fleet Feather Tracker every single time you attack. And, uh, yeah, that, that will give it to you twice if you attack with Scout. So, actually, she's just a powerhouse. Um, just in and of herself. Uh, the other card, the one that apparently is my cosplay card, <laughs> Green Fang Warden, <laughs> is a three-mana, two-two uh, Divine Shield Scout. So, just pretty straightforward. But, again, like... Guess guess who gets to uh, survive to the, get to that, that second attack with Scout? Yeah. It's him. Um, mm -hmm. Next one is Grizzled Ranger, which is my personal favorite of the cards yeah, revealed. Yeah, it's my favorite as well. The four mana, four one Scout, last breath, summon a loyal Badger Bear. Badger Bear. Gotta love a Badger Bear. Loyal Badger Bear, mm -hmm. just a big old fatty four four. He's a three-man. Big old furry guy. Like, he looks like if he wasn't so mad, he would be great to just go up and give a big hug to Yeah, him. yeah. And he's loyal, so he'll, you know. Yeah. He, he will allow the hug. He to will. So he would be like uh, Garen's, like, like in, in the LOL world, he's like man's best friend, right? Yeah. He's loyal. He's a badger bear. They don't really have, like, dogs. He kind of looks like a dog in a way. He know? does look a little bit like a dog. Yeah, like a sheep dog. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. the Grizzled Ranger is, I believe, a Yordle. I'm assuming yeah. that he's a Yordle. I don't know. Yordles look all look a little bit different to me. Yeah. Um, he's like he's like a forest Yordle. Yeah, he looks like he's a little kick-ass Yordle. Like yeah, he's gonna jump out and like whoop your ass a little. He's bit. seen some <laughs> stuff. He's seen some. He's seen some badger bears. Um, badger and then the last one here is Great Horn Companion, which is a Big old angry moose. moose. <laughs> five mana, four, five scout. So just, you just get a, uh, he's a bull Elnuk, but he has scout. Yeah. Which, like, what strong. the hell is wrong with this moose, though, right? He's mad. I mean, it looks like they, like, hybrided him with, like, some kind of, like, a dragon, maybe. Or... <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a moose in real life? They're basically the size of dragons. They will, yeah, they will they mess you up. Yeah, their heads are like the the rack, and like they're they're giant. Yeah, 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 very giant. I've seen them in uh, uh, Montana a couple of yeah. times. Yeah, it's uh, pretty insane. But my favorite caption: someone posted a screenshot of this card, and they said, "Unloose the moose." <laughs> I was like, "I love it. I love it." Unleash the moose. Yeah. Uh, unleash the moose. <laughs> Unloose the moose. <laughs> Is it cool? So good. I I think scouts are really cool mechanic. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it's, th I think this is one. It's it's difficult to evaluate as a mechanic until we like see it and to see other cards that have it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't at first glance think it's completely degenerate and broken like some people have been raging about on the internet webs, <laughs> uh, but it, it is strong. Yeah. But I, I think if it were to just straight up 
like rally it'd be insane but like oh yeah since it, you do have to attack only with scouts to get the effect i think it's not as busted yeah i mean it, what it's really going to depend how many scouts yep. are you playing and what scouts are you like what what is the quality of scouts is, is this the entirety of the scouts and oh by the way i believe i believe that quinn's spell is just it summons a valor for two mana yeah i think yeah um it's not on it's this list like but I, I think it showed that in the video um correct me if i'm wrong chat um but what it, it it's going to depend because like if you are only running one if you only have one scout creature out then you're right it's not that good but like even just Quinn herself, like I said, she attacks for 10 alone yeah. uh, with nothing else. And a flip Quinn does 8, 9, 10, 11, does 12, right? Uh, actually, no, does 14 because it actually summons two Valors if there's nothing out there. So she yeah. she attacks for 14 uh, herself. Um, so, like, it, I don't think that we're going to see a lot of cheap... Um, Valor, or, uh, sorry, scouts. Well, except for it was confirmed that Timo is getting the. Scout That's true. Added. We did get that confirmation that Timo yeah. has now gotten the uh, yeah. addition additional keyword yeah. scout. Yeah. Uh, and can, this is can, it's it's on Reddit if you want to go and yeah. see all the legitimate. It, it's uh, definitely not a joke, and um, it's definitely not something I photoshopped and put on Reddit to make mm -hmm. nerds mad. Uh, right. It's it's totally real, super legitimate, definitely real. I feel like this is a, something where you just like with the scout cards where you play, you don't build a deck around this, but you just put them in like the grizzled ranger on his own is just a mm -hmm. good card. Like it's a four mana or four mana, four one that just gets to attack when you play it. And then it dies. It makes a four, four and you get attack again. Like it's right. Good. Yeah. I, I think the real power uh, of these is like, like you think about playing like Demacia, even like Demacia, like P and Z, which is a, a a a pairing that you don't usually see, um, or Demacia, like Shadow Isles or something, and just or even Demacia Noxus, but like on the more like controlling side, when you like Scout is good because you just get the free attack and like you can maybe value trade or clear out some of the board, but like it's really, really good when you have cleared their board. So, like, you can play, mm -hmm. like, the control side and then just a Quinn, again, does a ton of damage on her own. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if that's going to be the the case or if it's going to be more like, okay, we're going to play all these, like, understated scout cards and then play cards like Bannerman to buff it, to buff the, the cards or even, like, the hand buff cards in Ionia, yeah. something like that. Like, all of those cards synergize well, and I think... That's obviously what's really cool about Scout is that it it's not in and of itself degenerate, but also you can um, like there's a bunch of different angles you can do to to actually play these cards and get value out of them. Yeah, I, I dig it. I think it's pretty cool. And the the interesting thing about uh, that that card you mentioned, I it's a new one. I had to go look it up because I hadn't seen it before. Uh, Bannerman. It's like a card that I just heard about. It's also, <laughs> if you didn't know, a Demacia card. True. Who would have? Who would have? Who would have known? Mm -hmm. Yeah. W one thing that has less to do with gameplay, um, and more to do with like, uh, it it doesn't have to do with direct in-game gameplay, but more to do with like the philosophy and like the. 
if you're from magic the color pie or what we would mm -hmm. i guess call the region pie is like the grizzled ranger green fan uh green fang warden the companion those cards like quinn herself looks like a demacian soldier right so like yeah, if yes. she was in the first set like probably wouldn't bat an eye right i mean obviously obviously she would have an ability that we're not familiar with but like yeah. the other ones like you look at green fang warden it's like okay i can maybe see that as like a demacian soldier or like a ranger or something i don't know enough about the lore to say one way or the other but like the the moose th these are like forest creatures that are in demacia yeah. so like it's not just soldiers and like like future soldiers and elites and all that um yeah. also by the way the green fan warden is an elite uh, i forgot yep. to mention that which is certainly relevant but like it's not just okay demacia cards they're all soldiers and they all are like around elites or they're this that or the they're like all part of the army it's like nope mm -hmm. we're expanding this out to like the other parts realms. yeah the outer realms like there's rangers in the forest and there's like woodland creatures like the Great Horn Companion yeah. isn't in the army. It's maybe a, a, a companion to one of the rangers in, in Demacia or something. So yeah, I like that a lot. More space. Yeah. And it like plays on the flavor too. Just like how we have like the crimson, all the crimson dudes in Noxus yes. where yep. Noxus isn't just these big beefy military dudes and like <laughs> little, little aggressive, you know, homies. Right. You also have these weird vampire cults yeah. in the middle of Noxus. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really... Because that was one of the things I was like a little bit worried about. Because it's like I don't know a ton about the lore of of Runeterra, the like the the world of Runeterra, but I know that there's like you know a handful of other regions that people are um like predicting or that are like possible. There's like Bilgewater. Yeah. There's uh, Mount Targon. Targon is one. Um, there's like the void and the whole like void creatures and void characters too. Um, but then like, besides that, like, I don't know. So it's like, well, huh, where does this character fit? Where, like, what is fiddlesticks? I have no idea. Some weird demonic creature. Does that, where He's does that scarecrow. go? He's a scarecrow. <laughs> and what's yeah. also cool is like, and we've seen this in magic before, like, different, each set essentially is like telling a story, right? So like, we've seen, um, it, with planeswalkers, it's even more apparent. It's like we see the 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 planeswalker in this set is what they're doing in the story at this point in time, and then we'll see another. We'll see that same planeswalker character in a different set. It's from a gameplay perspective, completely different card. It can be different colors. It can have different abilities. It could be a like undead version of them. It can be this. Uh, yeah. So like we might see, you know a zombie Garen or something. I don't know the story. Like they can do whatever they want with the story and they can tell the story through the cards. So we might see a Noxus, uh, you know, a Noxus Teemo for some reason, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he has overwhelm and he's like yeah. five mana, eight, eight. <laughs> Teemo. Jumbo Teemo. Teemo the swole. <laughs> he's got a protein shake in one hand and Thick an ax in the other. Teemo. Well, isn't that just yeah. gnarly, right? Yes. Yeah. That's true, though. He's like angry Teemo. Yeah. <laughs> I am Teemo. Hear me roar. Uh, <laughs> so good. But yeah, so, so, so like, I'm, 
even though it's like it's a, it's a really little thing and it's literally only like three cards right now that we've seen well we've seen four i guess or five technically total cards in the new set it's little things like that that like it's not even in the new region which we don't we're not sure what it is yet there's been predictions there's like data leak data mining and all that stuff uh i have no idea what the reality is but we'll see i'm sure soon um but like just the like hey we're the the team is still like developing from a gameplay perspective and a flavor perspective like what 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 does it mean to be a demacia card right mm-hmm. it's no, mm-hmm. what we know now is that it's not just the basic soldier dude or like the buff spell for the soldiers or the garrison or like the ballist like whatever it's not just yeah. like the army it's a whole it's broader than that which i think is really yeah. cool truth any other comments, guys, on these cards, abilities, anything that we've seen so far with this yeah. new set? It, nothing for me. I, it, it, I'm just really excited to see what more comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I'm, I'm excited to see what the new champions are, and I'm really excited to see it like roll out uh, mm-hmm. later in the month. I think this is a real exciting time. Yep. As of this live recording on April 8th, we have 20 more days until the set is released. They're supposedly going to be revealing more cards from between now and then, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I believe it was confirmed that we're getting one new hero for each of the existing regions and then yep. six heroes for the new region. Yep. yep. I'm pretty sure that that was publicly announced, I hope. Um, if yeah, not, forget that I said that. Uh, just... oh, there's, a, there's five. There's five for the new region. Oh, it's five. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so five oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. I was adding, I was adding twice. I was adding one twice. Okay. Sometimes you just add twice. That's okay. Sometimes you just add twice. Um, but yes, the next teaser was a Brahm starter. So we start, we got a, or a Brahm like introduction. We got the Lux one first and then we got a, a, um, a Demacia card revealed. So now we're, we got Brom, so maybe we'll get Freljord next. Yeah, Freljord needs can, some help, so we can find. Yeah, yes. Freljord right now is uh, hurting. It, it's hurting. it's definitely a secondary cl- uh, region. Oh right yeah, yeah. You're not playing many. It's a splash. Yeah, yeah you're not playing the region. the Freljord Allegiance deck very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because that Allegiance card is not great. Now it's yeah. splashed in like tons of decks. Like you know, there's true. Like, you know, but it's. It's not holding its own yet. It's it's sad when a one mana one one bird is really carrying most of the weight of the entire region. It's a good ass bird though. Yeah, yeah, that bird is real good. The other one is the the potion. (laughs) Yeah, potion of yeah, or elixir of iron. Yeah. Yeah. So when you two one mana spells are really carrying the entire region. I mean, we we saw a little bit of ash. I know um uh Mogwai was playing an Ash deck in his uh in his tournament, but yeah, I wanted to just quickly uh before we get going go over uh just at super high level the uh the Monokuma, Monokuma tournament because I casted it for twenty hours across the NA and EU region. Um Fresh Lobster ended up winning the EU side and Bruce by God won the North America side, which um those of you paying attention in the Discord, we are currently in the midst of rescheduling, uh, getting Bruce by God on the show. So keep yep. an eye and an ear out for that. So he will be on the show 
uh, at some point, and we'll announce that in the Discord once we get the dates and times all settled. But it was really uh, a cool tournament to cast and and watch, and really yeah. a ton of uh, a, a ton of really great decks and a ton of really great players. And Shadow, I know you guys had a uh, representative in the finals of yeah, NA side. Uh, the final, the top four, yeah, uh, Mr. Rice FT, yep, Mr. Anonymous on our website and on his uh, if you if you were uh go to our twitter and look at his announcement to the team it's quite funny uh <laughs> he he's refraining from putting his uh personal picture on the internet which is respectable a lot of people yeah. do that nowadays. honestly smart <laughs> uh so he was like i was like well what do you want that's gonna make it kind of odd for me to do the the announcements that we always do because we have like your picture you know in it he's like ah oh, just use something like rice related uh and so i found like this really like uh uh goofy kind of uh animated uh, rice bowl with a weird <laughs> smile and that's what i use so that's what his bio <laughs> as well but yeah he he played really well uh i think i sat with him through most of the time he was going through the tournament like sat with him like i was in the discord channel chatting with him like hey man keep it up uh so it was it was really cool you know for you know uh us to see like one of our players do really well for uh you know the first time in a tournament so you know i think you'll see more of that Mm -hmm. uh we had a couple other players that did play but they uh i think all they did was make uh 236 so uh dalton i think made top 36 of the eu side nice so yeah yeah i mean it was a stacked tournament a lot of the best players very stacked in na eu are playing in these tournaments because guess what guys that's all we've got right now so everyone is just pining for tournaments to play so um two things if you're looking to play in tournaments Come over to the Discord, discord.me slash Radio. We post any tournaments that people send us. I'll post in the uh, yep. in the channel. I'll retweet it on Twitter, all that good stuff, because I just want there to be more in the community, and I want people to, you know, start getting, like, let's start getting these regular tournaments that people know about and, and, and get them going. And then also, if you are a tournament organizer or someone that's uh, running an event, uh, hit us up as well yeah. in the Discord, because, again, I want to I, I want to post it. So... Um, if you're an organizer or a player, hit us up. We want to uh, help connect you guys so we can get more stuff going on. So, yeah, really, really There's good. There's a couple cool ones, I think, going on this weekend. That, uh, yeah. That several of them. And I think they actually are uh, behind, like, or at least two of them are behind, like, teammates of ours. I know Sasuke cool. has his uh, Sunday showdowns. So yes. that'll be good. I think uh, this Sunday and then uh, Maverick, one of our new teammates from Australia, I think he has a circuit going, which the second tournament is over this weekend. And I believe it has a pretty nice prize pool for the finale of the whole circuit. So very nice. Definitely something to check out from those two guys. Yeah. Into the community tournament kind of thing. Yeah, definitely a lot of good and cool stuff going on um, for sure. But Saucy, I know we are pushing time here is there anything else that we want to go over before we get going no i just wanted to bring up again uh this weekend if you are watching this listening to this in present time is that um runeterra for humanity tournament um so if you are looking for a tournament plan playing it uh it's open to anyone so go jump on that it's for a good cause Mm -hmm. um and it tournament playing is fun so true and not to mention you get casted by a couple of really cool fellas yeah, true. So, charmer's awesome great, friend great of the show 
So the current only two-time guest right now, and yeah, we're looking, we're looking to get a th- looking to get a third one. Looking to get a third yeah. time. It's just always fun to have him on and yeah. just good people. So yeah, so go play in that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Awesome. Well, Shadow, thank you so much for being on hey, the show. The floor is yours. Sell out, shout out, uh, tell people where they can find you, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, I think easy thing to do is to just look us up on uh, Discord. You can come to our Twitter, which is uh, at LeviathanTLG. Um, that has a link to a, a, a link to our Discord, which uh, I think we're pushing three thousand community members. A very active Discord. Uh, like to talk everything CCGs, especially uh, Runeterra and Gwent. So, you know, if you're into one of those games, uh, you know, definitely pop by. Like I said, with Runeterra, we're planning on a lot of community tournaments. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're into making, you know, some, uh, you know, some nice, uh, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, uh, a world championship prize pool. But if you're into cool community tournaments and making a little money while playing, you know, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Not to mention, we're going to be putting out a lot of other content. So, yeah, Leviathan TLG on Twitter. Uh, pop by our Discord. We're on Facebook, Team Leviathan Gaming. We also have a community there of, uh, I think, around 2,000, 2,500 people. Uh, Twitch. Uh, we don't do too much on Twitch and YouTube right now, but we hope to change that in the future with some more podcasts. So, yeah, feel free to pop by and give us a holler. Very and if cool. you also, if you are a player in the game and you are a content creator or streamer interested in joining a team, come and pop by our Discord, DM me, Shadow Play Red, and we can have a chat. Very cool, very cool. Well, again, thank you so much, Shadow, for being on here. A lot of exciting stuff coming up for Runeterra in the coming weeks, and even this weekend specifically, so make sure you guys are checking out those tournaments. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you're seeing out there. Again, the best place to find us is discord.me slash Radio. Saucy, before we go, where can people find you on the internet when not in the Discord? Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm always on the Discord. True, we are. We, we live there. Blevins and I are always on there. Um, but I'm just and so saucy is mailman. Cosine Joe. <laughs> yeah, Cosine Joe's it has a special rank for the like I don't think anyone's gotten in the Discord that hasn't been welcomed by Cosine true, Joe. So true. Uh, yeah. Yes. So if you join, you'll get a welcome. Get I can guarantee it. Definitely. We guarantee yeah. it. He welcomed yeah. me. It's true. <laughs> it's always there. Um, yeah, I'm just saucy mailman everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. <laughs> all that good all the stuff best follow place to find him. he's a gem it's true you need to follow you need to follow him best place to find me is in fact in the discord if you want to follow me and the other stuff i do at the underscore blevins mm-hmm. doing tft content as well and some overwatch stuff too maybe a little valorant i don't know i'm not sure about valorant yet i love playing the game but i'm not sure if i'm going to do more content for it but uh, you can find me at the underscore Blevins on Twitter, um, twitch.tv slash the Blevins, where we stream the show on Wednesday, so you can definitely check that out. But twitter.com slash runeterrible is where the show is located. Make sure you follow that as well, runeterrible radio, or just even just um, Legends of Runeterra podcast is pretty much going to bring us up everywhere, especially on Spotify. So enough plugs. That's going to be it for Shadow, for Saucy. I am the Blevins. 
We'll see you guys next week with hopefully some more cards to talk about, but we'll certainly be talking about some more Runeterra next week on Runeterrible Radio. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs>